Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. The happy afternoon, sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky. Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry. Cause now we go and <laughs> the weekend is here. There's fish to be caught. Toby Kavaliva gets us ready next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Well, checking in with Toby Kavalivog, who these days is not on the water every day like he has been much of the uh, last few months back in the uh, classroom at Brainerd uh, teaching. So that means uh, your your fishing hours are, are limited this uh, from this point on, huh? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Um, you know, you go day in and day out every day throughout the summer um, with the with the summers off as a teacher, you know, it's certainly not off for me, but, or other guys, we're fishing about every day, but yeah, now it's, uh, now it's back to, like most people, I'm a weekend warrior, so the, uh, the, the advantage is I'm a little bit fresher, and I'm excited to get out more than I would be if I was grinding it out every day, but the disadvantage is you're not sure exactly if that fish is exactly where you left it the weekend before, so sometimes, uh, sometimes you got to find them again, but that's also part of the fun and why we, why we love the challenge of fishing. Right, absolutely. Uh, and th- this has been a pretty good stretch of fishing, the people I'm talking to. I mean, we had a pretty cool August, so we're kind of getting into the uh, fall patterns already. Oh, for sure. You know, we we just for a couple days approached that 78 to 80 degrees, and that's what you were referring to, and then we were strapped with some cold fronts, and it cooled it down pretty fast, and it was, you know, down to 74 before you knew it, and you know, talking about going back to school and whatnot, I we went from low 70s down to 64 in the week that I was off last week with in-service. That was on leech, and now it's, now it's probably right around 60, I'm guessing. I don't know exactly what it is, but for sure. So when you have the waters, the water temps drop that much, you know, the fish of all species are, are on the move, and, and they are getting active because they, with, with fall coming, they're starting to put feed bag on. So their fish are biting, you just have to move with them. Yeah, and uh, of course, fall is a great time to go fishing for virtually every species. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the like I said, they they they're all putting on the feed bag per se, and and uh, with fall comes some patterns. So if you're musky fishing, you're starting to gear up for a tulipy spawn, and you know later in the later in the fall before the ice comes and fish become more predictable. Some people like to chase muskies with uh, sucker minnows because they get into the deeper holes, and and walleyes will do the same thing. They'll transition to some of the steeper breaks and a little bit deeper water, and they school up pretty good. So you can get on them again, whereas in the summer, back in mid-July, they're spread out over flats, and I think last time we talked, I was trolling crankbaits and planer boards just trying to contact fish. Well, now the fish are schooling back up and on tighter break lines, so it makes for a lot more exciting fishing, or at least it can be hot and heavy. And, you know, it kind of brings you back to your old jig and minnow, which you started the year with, and that's a fun bite. It absolutely is, and, and we'll get in more into the walleyes in a bit, but I do want to talk about muskies because uh, talking to a few people over there, uh, I heard that there was an absolutely insane muskie bite going on in very late August. Yeah, there was. So there was it was kind of that water temp-related you know, aspect, and it also paired with that full moon phase this year. So our August full moon was you know mid to late August, 
and the water temps were that magic number right around that 76, which is getting closer to, you know, 80 seems to be the temperature where people like to stop fishing muskies, but the warmer it is, the better as far as them being active. And, and uh, yeah, we had like 78, 76, 78 degrees right around that full moon time, and, and then we were strapped with that week of cold weather. And when that happened, it pushed a lot of fish where they would be in the fall, plus you had fish on rocks and everywhere else on Leech Lake where you think you'd catch them. They were there, and they were actively biting. We saw what that happened. What happened with the weather and the full moon is we had these crazy long windows. You know, they call these windows for muskies where the wind changes or something happens and it turns all the fish on in the lake. And they were just longer extended period of time when the fish were biting. You know, with the wind blowing, uh, the rocks were predictable, and you'd go out there and you'd see multiple fish and, and maybe, you know, catch fish. You know, that's the ultimate idea. But it's always better when you're seeing fish versus casting and not seeing them but with the weather changes the cooling temps after being warm and the full moon i'm not sure if it was just leech lake it sounds like everywhere that people were out they were catching them during that during that time toby cavalli of leisure outdoor adventures getting us ready for the weekend more from toby next you're listening to fish and ball bunion country where all the cool kids hang out and kev jackson too You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Toby Cavalli, welcome from Leisure Outdoor Adventures. My guest today, we're talking fishing on Leech Lake. Right now, specifically, we are discussing muskies. One of the things that's been happening on Leech here the last couple of years is really starting to see a lot of 50-plus inch muskies. You know, that's true. And, and you know, I think that that has to do with conservation in general and muskie anglers being sportsmen and, and realizing that we're doing a better job taking care of fish. I had mentioned the, the warmer water periods maybe being, you know, a not safe time to fish muskies now, and people are realizing that, that just because just because you can catch a fish in August, it doesn't mean it's the best time to go. So they really do take care of that species, and uh, that's nice to see. And I think the benefits of, you know, a 54-inch minimum class size and people being good stewards of the lake when it comes to catch and release you're going to naturally see that. So, you know, all the lakes seem to be kicking out bigger and bigger fish every year. <clears throat> and I would agree with you, you know, this year we've got uh, three fish over 50 during guide trips, and I basically guide for muskies from mid to late July through the month of August, you know, and, and you know, maybe it's one a year with a lot of fish in that. seems like 44 to 46-inch range on leech is a real popular fish. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, this year we, we were able, in a matter of a week and a half, put three of them in the boat over that size. So they're there, and, I, you know, you hear reports of other people, too, catching the big ones. But there's still a lot of the numbers, a lot of the fish you catch, depending on where you're on the lake, a lot of them are in that just, you know, just over 40 inches to 46 inches, I think, is the bread-and-butter muskie. But Leech Lake certainly has the big ones in it. And, and, you know, the lakes that are stocked with the Leech Lake strain have the bigger muskies as well. So those fish, you know, genetically have that in them to get big and of course leech lake has the forage to make it happen absolutely um we we are we are having this conversation on wednesday we'll be airing this two days later friday right when we're in the midst of the frank snyder jr memorial muskie tournament muskie zinc tournament um historically the bulk of the anglers go on that lake and the bulk of the fish are caught on leech lake and i don't see any reason why that's not going to happen again this year no it's, it's got a ton of muskies in it and like i said there's 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 a lot of muskies of different sizes and year classes on Leech Lake. So you're, the, the, the ability to spread out 
and it's 112,000 acres, makes it a good destination for a format like that. And there's so many people out there casting. You get a smaller lake, like the lakes, you know, directly in the immediately in the Bemidji area, you know, a Bemidji or a Plantagenet. They certainly have the numbers of big fish as well. But when you're sharing the water with other people with the same common goal, and that's to catch and win a tournament, it gets pretty crowded, and the fish get pretty educated. So. That being said, you know, a lack, um, uh, excuse me, a leech lake, you know, with 112,000 acres in the different bays, with Portage Bay has a ton of muskies. The main lake proper with the rocks has a ton of muskies. The shorelines on the main points, the main points with wind blowing will hold a bunch of muskies. Walker Bay has its own population of muskies that, you know, a lot of people like to troll. They'll troll over the basins of Walker Bay and catch muskies. So there could be 50 people out there pounding the water and you wouldn't see each other, where if you put 50 people on Lake Bemidji catching, you know, fishing for muskies, you're going to run into each other. So it really works well for a format like that, where Leech Lake can hold and host that many anglers. Um, are you fishing the tournament? I am not. I am going to fish muskies, but on <laughs> purpose, I'm going to avoid any of the lakes that are on the uh, Frank Schneider uh, a docket and uh, try to play actually down here in the Brainerd area. There's a few smaller lakes that have muskies in them. And for Saturday, we know for sure we're not going to leech and we're going to fish muskies. Sunday, we're going to try to transition for walleye, which uh, this time of year I'm excited to get back into that too. And I wouldn't doubt if we ended up back on Leech Lake on Sunday. But for Saturday, I will be muskie fishing. And no, it will not be in the immediate Paul Bunyan broadcasting area. Okay, so... <laughs> So you have no uh, you, you have no reason not to share the truth. What what advice would you give somebody who's fishing that tournament? Well, with the cool downs, what I've learned the last few trips out there is the uh, there there's always fish on the main lake rocks, and if you have and Saturday is it looks to be somewhat of a cloudy, rainy type day with maybe a little bit of wind. But uh, Saturday will be a great day because every aspect of Leech Lake will be in play. You know, there are certain times where when it's sunny and calm, it really eliminates some of the structure like the main lake rocks. But when you have clouds and wind, the main rocks will be, the main lake rocks will be in play. The, the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot more fish caught on shorelines with rocks. You know, as soon as the water temps start to drop below 70, the fish push to sand. It's kind of like a magnet. They like to go in there and sit and be cool and digest their food. So the sandy beaches, the sandy bays, and the sandy spots, any place there's a swim beach, there seems to be a muskie right now. So that takes, you know, that Stony Point and even in the Walker City Park area, the beaches on the south end of the lake, all those beaches are holding fish. And then all the windblown points with rocks also are a magnet to fish this time of year. So quite honestly, everywhere from the, you know, the, the, the weeds in Portage Bay, whether it's pencil reeds or cabbage, or there's not much cabbage anymore, it's more uh, 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 tobacco cabbage or pond leaf type cabbage or weeds, those are all holding fish, but it's the shallower variety. We're talking six feet or less of water, those type of weeds. And then, of course, the same depth, six feet, eight feet in the sand sand rock transitions the fish are really spread out everywhere so there's no reason to plan on piling in any one area but keying in on a pattern and then sticking with it so if i was to catch a fish on let's say otter tail point i would certainly check pine point and stony point and all the other major points diamond point in the south end with that same pattern and if i was able to catch a bit a fish on on whipple beach i would check at all the other sand spots too and just go with my pattern but quite honestly the fish are everywhere and unfortunately, they're not as concentrated. And that goes back to your comment earlier, like in August, it was incredible. Well, it was, but the problem was the majority of the fish were being caught, were caught off the rock structures. And so 
lake a small, then the fish lake's a lot, the lake fish is a lot smaller, you know, the, the main lake rocks, there's only so many shallow rock spots on each lake, and when you have four or five boats on each one, they get beat up fast, and they kind of get turned off, so this tournament's going to be fantastic on Leech Lake, as will many of the lakes, especially Saturday, because we're talking rainstorms in the morning and cloudy overcast days, that's just a recipe for good fishing. We'll wrap it up with Toby next. If you catch a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, and you're never going to see him again. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Now let's talk a little bit about the walleyes as we get out there for the fall bite. Uh, as you look at where we're at right now, what are our tactics? What, what should we be doing uh, if we want to catch some walleyes right now? Well, it's early enough where our summer patterns are still actually holding up as of this last weekend. So that means on the main lake, people are catching walleyes pulling crankbaits. Part of that reason is because they are still spread out, but they're heading towards their fall fall feeding areas. So just like we talked about with the muskies, the fish are you know going from the deeper, the main lake, we're talking the main lake, they're going from the deeper gravel flats and breaks, and they're starting to head towards their typical fall spots. So you're talking the east side of the lake from, from five miles down to Sugar, where there's a rock sand transition line, there's... There's a lot of walleyes being caught there, both people rigging and jigging minnows and pulling crankbaits. Then your Bear Island area, that's real popular in the fall. Those same same west side of the Bear Island area will will hold fish down around Pelican. And right now it seems like it's that 10 to 12 foot of water where in a few more weeks they'll be up in four to six. But they're they're getting close to where they're going to be. They're just a little deeper yet. You know, up at the north end, the, the, the Walker Bay fish that we had been catching pretty much all summer seemed to have vanished a bit uh, from their 10 to 10 to 15 foot sand flats that we were fishing and the perch bites taken off and the people that are catching perch are also catching nice walleyes so that tells me the walleyes in north walker are actually heading shallow so they're in that four to six foot jig and a minnow is ultimately the best way to catch those pitching it because it's so clear you're not going to be able to drift over them unless it's a super windy cloudy day so shallow water in the walker bay area and uh, crank still on the main lake, I think, is still the way to go. Uh, and then in Walker Bay, you, you start to get a deep bite going in the fall, but quite honestly, there just hasn't been the typical deep bite fishing in Walker Bay this year at all, and it's still not. I mean, there's still spots where you can catch a few, and some of them are big, but it's, it's definitely not a numbers game and not something that I would recommend because the, the fish that are deep are really deep, and there's not much of a chance for catch and release. So when you catch a fish, you're pretty much taking it home. So Cabacona Bay has a few fish in it, too, and, uh, and uh, they're nice, healthy fish. They seem to be in that 8- to 12-foot range still. And, and last time I was out, which was two weeks ago Friday, we were still catching them on crawlers. But, you know, the, the red tails and the rigging, that type of thing is going to be going to be a tactic in the in Cavacona Walker Bay areas for deeper fish, but jig and minnow and crankbaits is definitely what I'm thinking for uh, this coming weekend. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing from pretty much everybody. You, you definitely want to have minnows. Yep. You know, and, and that's because there's so many fish you can catch. You know, it's not just walleyes, but the big perch are showing up, and, and you know, the, the keeper jumbo perch, you know, the 12-inch variety are mixed right in with the walleyes, and there's no better way and there's no better action if you can get into both of those at the same time. So you're constantly plucking fish. It's just, you know, you're sorting through what you want. But um, the perch bite and the walleye bite can be fantastic in the fall, and it seems like it's starting to go. Okay. Uh, and like I said, pretty much everything else, too, the, the bass, uh, panfish, um, northerns, they'll all be biting. 
Oh, the, the pike for sure. When you talk about bass, that's kind of like you're speaking a different language than me, Kev. So <laughs> I'm not really an expert in that area at all, but I do know that people were catching smallmouth still down around the rocks in the south end, the Huddles Reef area, and, and that whole deal. And, and the bass, I'm sure they're stuck wherever they are, but it's everything, all species, right? They know they're going to start to slow down their metabolism in winter, and, and they're all feeding. So, you know, from sunfish, crappies, and everything else, they move, they're outside the weeds, or they're in deeper weeds, or they're in the slop, depending on the species. But uh, they're biting, and, and looking at the weekend, Saturday is going to be a good day to be fishing Leech Lake. It's going to be a little wind, but not a lot, and it's going to be cloud cover after the whatever rainstorms go through in the morning. It's just going to be a good fishy day, and I wouldn't hesitate to be out there. And, and with the muskie tournament going on, you know, it's going to be busy in that sense on places, but I don't think it's going to be busy for all the rest of the species, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't cross Leech Lake off your off your, your target area for the weekend when you're considering the fact that it's just going to be good fishing and there's a lot of fish in the sea and 112,000 acres can be pretty big. No, no question, no yep. question. You guys uh, still have some slots available for some fall trips? Oh, we always do, yep. And, uh, you know, Jason Freed handles our phones and he's the quarterback and, and play caller for us. And, he, you know, his number is 855-LOA-HOOK and, and uh, we do have guides available and if we don't, we'll find them for you. So no doubt about that. All right. Toby Cavalli-Vog joining us on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. He's going to have a busy weekend catching muskies away from Leech Lake due to the Frank Steiner Memorial Muskie Tournament. Hey, uh, Toby, thanks for the time today. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, Kevin. Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Country.